93.3 Southern FM. This is The Scout Show. This is The Scout Show. This is The Scout Show. Hello and welcome to another edition of The Scout Show here on 88.3 Southern FM. I'm Scout Leader Darcy and joining the studio our two hosts, uh, Ventures Tom and Taya. How are you going, guys? Hi. Pretty good. Thanks. Pretty good. Now yeah. it is it is uncertain times. It's it's crazy times at the moment. We don't know what's going to happen from day to day, but we know in scouting we must be prepared, which is what we have been doing and what we'll continue to do. Keep moving forward. Exactly right. Um, it's been a big month of scouts since we've last met. Um, Taya, what have you been up to? Um, well, Thursday night, our venture unit went to Federation Square and set up a tent in the middle of the square. Yeah, right. Had a nice picnic at night, which is quite interesting. Very nice. Nice thing to do. Very nice. Nice thing to do. Uh, Tom, what about you? You've been busy. <laughs> I've been a little bit busy. Um, uh, went on AG, Anything Goes. That was really fun. Yeah. And I went on Kangaroo on Catering Team. Shout out to the Catering Team. That was really good. Thanks, guys, for the amazing camp. Sounds awesome. We're going to hear more about those two later on in the show. We've got a big show today. We're joined by State Commissioner for Risk and Safety at Scouts Victoria, Simon Casey, who's going to update us on how Scouts is dealing with risk and safety, as we always do. Uh, we're also joined by David Jacobs, who is the Chief Director of the Oz Venture. Registrations have just opened, so we're going to hear more about that. Plus, we're going to hear from Scouts at Stradbroke Cup. Uh, at Anything Goes, it's a huge show uh, coming up this month. That's right, Darcy. More to come on 88.3 Southern FM. This is The Scout Show. You're listening to The Scout Show on 88.3 Southern FM. Now, recently we've had some huge, huge um, camps in uh, Victoria, like the Stradbroke Cup. Um, however, we've had Kangaroo, which is one of our major events for the Joey section. Um, 1,100, over 1,100 Joey Scouts attended, plus Scouts and Venturers and Rovers, leaders and adult helpers um, at Lardner Park in Warrigal. And Tom, you went to Kangaroo. Yes, I did. Tell us all about it. Um, well... From what I got, I was on the catering team, so it's like I, I didn't really see very much of it. I was more confined to either the kitchens or the shed, <laughs> where all the food was handed was like handed out. Yep. My specific role was on Joey Dining Room, so I gave out all the food, showed all the leaders where to go to the tables, gave lots of spiels, and all that sort of stuff. It was... Um, a really great experience, and yeah. And the- were the Joeys excited? Oh yeah, the Joeys were ecstatic. They were like, oh, it was just on the. I got some like uh, audio on the way up from on the buses on the way up to the site, and it was like they were just really into it. <laughs> I'm excited for kangaroo. Yeah! yeah, that's what I like to hear. They sound so excited. They were so cute. Was too. it so you're all on the bus together and, and then and then when they arrived they all headed off to their to their camping sites, to their tents? Yeah, basically what we'd do is we'd have the ventures and we'd um jump off, we'd grab like the scarves and stuff and mm. we'd jump on the buses. And then what we'd do after that was we'd get, we'd do the roles for everyone who's on the bus, anyone who wasn't there and anyone who was there or wasn't meant to be there, blah 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 blah. Did Ventures like do the activities with the Joeys? Yeah, there was um Ventures everywhere. There was oh I can't even tell you how many Ventures there was. But there were like there was Ventures everywhere. Um 
Some did activities, some did catering, some were on welfare. So, like, different teams. Yeah, there was different teams. Yeah, Yeah, different teams for different roles. So, like, there was an activities team, there was a catering team, (laughs) there was a welfare team, there was all sorts. Yeah, okay. Did you get to, like, choose what you did? Yeah, well, I didn't have a choice. I kind of got nabbed by my group leader. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But sites and services, there was all that sort of stuff. It would be unlike anything they've attended before no. with that many pla- uh, Joey Scouts in one place, two nights camping. Yeah, it was completely amazing. It's It'd huge. It first, like, like, big camps. Like, exactly. On the, yeah. on the bus, when we were on the way through, like, going around on the circuits, and so, like, they came around and the view of, like, the tent city came into view, and all the Joey's like, whoa, there's so many tents. Yeah. And, like, one of them made it, it's intense joke, and it was <laughs> just... Uh, just <laughs> it's much it's like so the sound of a bus going to a cabaret or a jamboree. Yeah. Well, not jamboree because we have to set up our own tents. Oh, true. A jamboree. But um, it would be so exciting yeah. for them. And I guess many of them would be maybe, if they're old yeah. enough now, getting to go to cabaree in, yeah. in a few months' time. time. Also on catering for that one too. <laughs> also on catering <laughs> yeah. on that one. Hey, if you want to do catering, Taya. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> get, get involved. This is The Scout Show. Well, we're currently faced with uncertain times with the outbreak of coronavirus or COVID-19, which is causing quite a lot of angst and panic in the community. This is also an important time for us to remain calm and seek the advice of those in the know. Today, we're joined on the phone by State Commissioner for Risk and Safety at Scouts Victoria, Simon Casey. Simon, welcome to the Scout Show. Hi, glad to be here. (laughs) Very great. Uh, Simon, the current situation with coronavirus has created great concern in the community. How is Scouts Victoria dealing with it? Well, we've set up an EMT, an emergency management team, and we've been reviewing the situation and the news and what's coming out from government. Our position is to be ahead of what government's asking for, to um, put in the same sort of controls they're doing, but to go an extra level further, because you know, we're a different situation. We're not the community. We're scouting. We do certain things a certain way. We need to make sure that what we put in place suits the way we operate. Now, Simon, one of the great things about scouting is we're constantly educating our youth members about good hygiene through all the activities we do, especially at our camps. Um, you know, for example, having gone to two jamborees, it is a standard that um, that hand sanitizer is always attached to the gateway. So when people come in, they hand sanitize their their hands. Um, this would certainly be very valuable right now. This the, all, all that we've taught our, our youth members. Yeah, very much so. Personal hygiene is one of the key parts of preventing the spread of coronavirus or any illness, in fact. Um, so coughing into your into your elbow is a key point, keeping your hands clean, washing your hands regularly, avoiding unnecessary contact. Uh, there's been a lot of discussion about handshaking. You know, we're saying really that we should try and avoid handshaking if possible, although there is a natural tendency to reach out and hold hand, uh, shake hands. We should um, try and avoid that. There's quite a few things that, that we can do that are really part of normal hygiene, but we should be much more aware of. And I think that's true of families as well. It's very helpful for families to kind of um, promote that themselves to their children so that they're aware of that when they come to Scouts. They're not just doing it when they're at Scouts. And I should also emphasize this is not about the youth members as much as on their own. This is also about adults as well. Yeah. Um we recently just held a major scouting event, which was um, Kangaroo, with more than 1,800 members taking part. How was that event dealt with in terms of dealing with the risk of coronavirus and other illnesses? 
Well, Kangaroo, um, that was really at the start of, of, of us implementing these new um, processes. One of the things we were looking at is making sure that people don't come along to events if they're in a certain group of probably more potential to expose us. Um, so people who have been overseas sometime in the last two weeks or immediate parts of their family who have been um, overseas in the last two weeks, they shouldn't come to scouting. People who are sick shouldn't come to scouting. Obviously, if you've been um, directly exposed to someone who's got coronavirus, then you shouldn't come to scouting either. So we really want to keep those people who have got the potential for spreading the illness away from scouting for the two-week period that they would be, um, be requested for. Yeah, absolutely. So how important is effective communication around situations like these? Um, the, the, everything here is changing really quickly. I mean, I've been writing um, notices on what to do, and then the next day I've got to rewrite it because it's changed slightly. So there's potential for a lot of confusion because unless you're looking at the most up-to-date information and the most up-to-date directions, there can be a lot of confusion. I think the government's been criticised about that, um, but I can, haven't had to try and write it myself. I can see where that's a problem. So we're trying to put as much as we can on the website. So the website will always have the news, and we've been sending out um, updates to the um, to leaders and stuff, so they're up-to-date. But um, communication is uh, it's a critical part of this, making sure people are aware of what's the... What, what is true, what is the, the situation we're doing, and um, and what they need to do about it. As the um, current situation is changing and evolving, how do scouting members keep up to date with um, or like all the advice and information given from Scouts Victoria? You said something earlier about the leaders being informed. Yeah, so we've got... So the main place will be to look at the website. There's a news... Um, uh, section of the website that keeps gets up to date stuff but that's that's the, lo- the main location to, to look there's a that news thing will always be up to date and be informed we'll tell people on a weekly basis what's what's happened if there is something urgent where we need to tell people immediately then we have a um, text service we can send an sms to to everybody and tell them about something that's um, that's urgent an urgent change now hopefully that we won't get to that because that's it before we, we want to avoid the situation where we're doing things urgently. But for most people, the most most logical place to look will be the um, will be the website. Thank you so much, Simon, for coming in today and speaking to us about the current situation. Um, it was great hearing from you, and thank you. Thank you very much for having me. That was Simon Casey, State Commissioner for uh, Risk and Safety at Scouts Victoria. More of the Scout Show after this here on 88.3 Southern FM. Sean, 88.3 Southern FM. Recently, one of many Stradbroke Cups was held over the Labor Day weekend. Darcy, didn't you go on that? I did go on that. I went with my scouts and I had a chance to interview some of the the patrols that were taking part. Uh, let's have a listen. Well, I'm here at the Treetop Scout Camp in Riddles Creek, where over the Labor Day long weekend... And over the East Long Weekend, a event called the Stradbroke Cup is taking place. This is an annual scout camp, um, and it's held at many locations across Victoria. And I'm here um, this weekend with my scouts uh, at Riddles Creek, um, at the, one of the beautiful properties that we're very privileged to be able to camp at, at Treetops. 
There's a little under 200 scouts taking part in the Stradbroke Cup this weekend uh, from right across Victoria. So let's go and have a chat with some of the patrols, some of the scouts, about their experience here at Stradbroke Cup. All right, I'm here with one of the patrols at Treetops for Stradbroke Cup. Um, what's your name and what group are you from? Uh, my name is Ryan and I'm from First Reservoir. And um, what's your role um, in your patrol? Uh, I am the patrol leader, which basically means I have to organise uh, the camp, the rations, the equipment, and where everything goes, and delegate the work between all patrol members. So tell me what you have to do at Stradbroke Cup. What's, that, what's it all about? Uh, it's basically a competition camp where like, you can... You can earn like competitor, bronze, silver and gold by completing a, a checklist which ranges from 0 points to 203 points and if you get a certain amount of points you can either get competitor, bronze, silver or gold. I mean the camp is also here just to have fun, chill out and just overall just have a good time. Cool. Um, what's your name? Uh, hi, my name's Leo. And Leo, what's what have you enjoyed most about Stradbroke Cup? Um... Cooking and the bottle rockets and sitting around the fire. Tell, tell me about some of the meals that you've cooked. Um, for lunch, we had bolognese and garlic bread, which was really good. Um, one dinner, we had sandwiches. Looking at you, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it. is this your first time coming to Stradbroke Cup? Uh, yeah. It's been really great. Do you think you come again? Definitely. So what's your name? Lennox. Tell me about your campsite and how you've put it together. How we put it together was we started off by building up the tunnel tent and then we put up the eating tent thingo and then our tent. And I can see you've made your gateway. Um, how did you do that? We used square lashings and spars. And for those who don't know, what's a, what's a, what's a square lashing? It's a type of knot that you use f to tie off, like two spars on top of each other. And was it hard to do that? No. And what's your name? Claudia. And Claudia, we're sitting around the campfire right now. You can actually hear it. And um, what do you love about um, having a campfire at Scout Camps? We rush marshmallows. Marshmallows. Yeah, and good for socialising and talking? Yeah. Yeah. Have you made new friends this weekend? Yeah. Yeah? Some Scouts you may have not crossed paths with before? No, some live on the other side and stuff, and then you get to meet and stuff. Awesome. What's your name? Uh, my name's Hamish. And Hamish, tell me about what it's been like to be a patrol leader. Has this been your first time being a patrol leader? Uh, no, this is my second time being a patrol leader for Stradbroke Cup. And, uh, like, as a patrol leader, you have to, like, delegate tasks, make sure everyone's, like, doing their tasks and going to bed on time and, like, showering and eating and that sort of stuff. And how do you think you've gone at being a patrol leader? I mean, I think I did pretty well. Like, I feel like some things could be improved, but, like, I think we did pretty well. Do you think you worked well as a patrol while you've been at the camp? Yeah, I think so. I mean, our camp got set up pretty quickly. Like, last year, we only had, um, four, like, we had four scouts, like, same as this year, and we went to bed at, like, 11 o'clock on the first night because we were setting up, so, yeah. And what's your name? Uh, Leonard. And Leonard, tell me about some of the activities you've got to do. What's been your favourite so far? Uh, well, we've done, like, paper planes, water rockets, um, yeah, uh, slingshots, uh, flying fox, crate stacking. And what's been your favourite? Uh, probably water rockets because 
yeah, they're just really fun. But I'm looking forward to the archery. Awesome. All right. Well, it was great to meet you guys, and hopefully I'll see you at the next camp. All right, I'm here with another patrol here at um, Stradbroke at Treetops. What's your name and what group are you from? I'm Hayley and I'm from the first Up Scout group. And what's your name? You're from the same group, yeah? Yep, my name is Lachlan. And so, Hayley, you are the patrol leader of your patrol. How have you found Stradbroke? It's been really fun, lots of organising, but the activities are really great. Tell me about when you arrived, what you had to do to set up your campsite. Well, the first night was pretty late, so we just set up our tents. But the second day, we had to get our checklist out and make sure all the clearances were done for the hot stuff, um, make sure our kitchen was set up properly, that was with regulation, and organise it when the judges came. And I've seen that you've constructed um, some things on your site to help you do things. Do you want to tell us what they're called and, and what, what, what you did on your site? Well, they're scout gadgets, so we made a shoe holder so I could dry out our shoes, a clothesline, and a hand-washing basin. And what did you use to build those? Um, just spars and rope. Just spars and ropes? That's yep. it? Yeah, and some tree branches because we ran out of spars. You, you just use what you've got in the bush? Yep. Excellent. And um, what's been your favourite activity so far? Um, my favourite activity... Uh, well, I have to. I would have to say, like the water rockets playing with the compressed air. So that was that was really fun. And this afternoon, you went into Riddles Creek and did a bit of a um, a bit of a scavenger hunt and did activities. Um, what sort of things did you have to do? Uh, at one point, we had to count geese. <laughs> the Riddles Creek, um, the Riddles Creek geese that seemed to run the town. Yes, pretty much. And how how, how many did you how, how many did you um, count? Twenty five. 25 geese. And um, tell us about some of the meals that you have been cooking. I've been cooking bacon and eggs first morning. Um, we've been cooking damper. We've been cooking risotto. And what's... And Mexican. And what's, um, what's your favourite meal to cook at a camp? Risotti. Risotti was pretty good. Yeah. What's your name? Sean. And Sean, is this your first time coming to Stratbroke Cup? Yes. Um, ha- have you enjoyed it? Of course. Have you found it challenging? Absolutely. I have to keep focused for more than five seconds. Well, that's probably a good thing. Have you made some new friends while you've been here? Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, we made friends with the next-door neighbours, 6 Melbourne. So, yeah, we've made friends with them. We're sitting around the campfire now. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, it's like twilight and we're just enjoying some campfire time. Well, it's great to talk to you guys and hopefully I'll see you at the next scout camp. Okay. okay. Thank you. So those two patrols that I spoke to, I found out later, both got gold, which, which is no surprise, really. They, they did really well. Um, so it was great, great fun. We've got some more audio from Stradbroke coming up later on in the show. Tom, did you ever go to Stradbroke? Yeah, I've done seven Stradbrokes, I think. Seven five. Stradbroke. Is that even possible? It is, because you do five as a scout, two as a venturer. <laughs> right. And, um, and were you ever a patrol leader? I was a patrol leader once. That was a one-time experience. And Never how did you? go how'd um, you go we got gold oh of course you got gold <laughs> no no surprises there um no it was a great camp and um lots of fun and all the scouts that went all made new friends and some of them from the other side of the city as well which was really cool too so but we've got more audio from Stratbroke coming up later on in the show more after this from the scout show on 88.3 southern fm As Venturer Scouts, we are currently counting down the months until it's December. 
Because not only does that mean it's Christmas, but it's also time for Ozventure. The biggest event for the Venture Scouts section in Australia will kick off. Today we're joined on the phone by David Jacobs, who's one of the chief directors of Ozventure 2021, to give us an update on how preparations are going. Hey, David. Hey, how are you going? Pretty good, thanks. So, firstly, David, after a somewhat frustrating start, registrations have officially opened for Ozventure. How's it all been going? Uh, yeah, look, it has been amazing. We've um, we've pretty much smashed every record there is for um, sign-up of registrations within the first 24 hours. So uh, to give you an idea, um, yes, it was a little bit frustrating, but once we managed to open registrations, we got over 600 registrations within 24 hours. Wow, which, 600. Uh, absolutely, yeah, that is awesome. So good. That's bigger than um, WSJ. Yeah, it, it it was bigger than WSJ. It was bigger than uh, New Zealand Venture, which is which usually sets the benchmark for Australia. Um, so as far as numbers are concerned, we are ecstatic. Really, really excited. That's awesome, David. What what a great way to start um, the event. Now, for those who know nothing about a venture, um, venture scouts who may be listening, can you tell listeners a little bit about what will take place at the end of the year? Yeah, sure. So. With a venture, I don't know, a lot of your listeners have probably um, been to a jamboree or at least heard of one. Mm. Um, with a venture, it's a little bit different. You get to choose your own adventure, pardon the pun. Um, so we have a bunch of expeditions, uh, around 20 of them, that are around Australia, New Zealand, Fiji, uh, Tasmania, Victoria, Northern Territory, Queensland. So lots of choice. And whatever you're interested in, just jump on the Ozventure website, have a look, and you get to choose that as your expedition. Now, once the expedition finishes, um, you, we all come back to Sydney, uh, and that's, I guess, a bit like the Jamboree side of things. Where we're all together, we're doing daily activities, things like, from anything like car, climbing the Harbour Bridge, um, jet boating, whitewater rafting, canoeing, canyoning. There's heaps and heaps of activities that you can do as well. So um, I was on the phone with actually one of your Victorian uh, venturers and, and the parents, and they said to me, there is so much choice, literally anybody can go to this venture and have something that they're excited to, to, to sign up to. So that's really good feedback for us. And all I can say is jump on the website, have a look at it. We literally have something for everybody as far as our expeditions and activities are concerned. That's awesome, David. Yeah. Um, you mentioned all the expeditions and things like that, but which ones have been getting like the most interest from ventures who have registered so far? Yeah, look, really good question. Um, we always knew that our overseas expeditions uh, were gaining a lot of traction, um, only because 25% of ventures every single year go overseas. So Fiji, New Zealand, um, they are selling out really, really fast. Um but some of our other expeditions, like the Tasmania um, uh, Adventure is in Northern Territory, something a little bit different, they've, they've gained a lot of interest as well. As far as value is concerned, I'd be having a look at Blue Mountains, mm. um, Alpine. Uh, there's one at Heathcote, Mount Kira as well. Um, so you don't have to spend a lot of money to have a lot of exciting activities as well. So there's something for everybody's budget and um, there's still spaces available in all of those expeditions that we just talked about. So, um, of course, there's lots and lots of choice, but at the moment, that's where a lot of the ventures are spending their time and hitting our website and, and making some 
quarries. Yeah. Um, you said something about Alpine. This might be a strange question, but is that like Snow Venture, just like bumped up a bit? Um, no. So, so it's in the same location, but given that uh, that we're running it in the summertime, uh, so it's in, in New South Wales Snow Mountain region. Um, so it is a little bit cooler, I guess, um, as in temperature-wise, and you get to do things like, um, you know, hiking, horseback riding, and those sorts of things in those alpine regions. So uh, very, very different to those people who, you know, probably been to the snow. Um, you're going to that same sort of area, but in the summertime, um, and the landscape is is, is quite beautiful in, in those regions of Australia. Yeah. Have you got any ideas or suggestions that you would suggest to venturers listening or even current scouts who are linking to venturers about how to fundraise for the event? Yeah, yeah, good question. So, I mean, there's always your typical ones where you can, uh, like your Bunnings Barbecue. I know that, um, you know, big uh, Victorian scouts have signed up with the big raffle. So there's like $2 a raffle ticket and, and you get to keep it like $1.50 or something along those lines. Um, you know, your chocolate drives. I heard of one girl raising $1,600 just by collecting uh, cans and bottles the 10 cent refunds to go to the jamboree. So that's another idea as well. Um, you know, you know, maybe uh, putting things in your parents' workplaces so they can, you know, collect the bottles and cans and that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, so I mean, there are, there are, I guess, a few ideas. There's probably some local stuff with Rotary that you can partner up as well with um, to, to, to help you fundraise. And, and of course, you know, you, your groups usually have some, um, some good local ideas as well. Yeah. Um, we asked this to the organisers of Anything Goes on our last show. Um, yeah. Will DJ Gaz be making an appearance at Ozventure? That's Gary Steinhardt for um, anyone who hasn't seen the great DJ Gaz at work. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, a uh, lovely question. Um, look, DJ Gaz, Gazza, is actually the director for International Expeditions. So I reckon he'll be making a guest appearance for sure. Um at the uh, main arena of the core phase of uh, of Venture okay. 2021, I actually think I actually think just spitballing this idea. Mm. What do you think about a DJ battle off like DJ Gaz, Gaz against Rod Burns? Someone else, <gasps> DJ maybe. Gaz wow. against DJ Rod. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Thanks, David, for joining us. Thanks so much for the opportunity, and um, yeah, look forward to seeing you guys at OzVenture. Yeah, it'll be great. And you can register right now for OzVenture 2021 by going to their website, ozventure2021.com.au, and make sure to follow them on all the social medias like Facebook, Instagram, things like that. Absolutely. This is The Scout Show. Now, as I said earlier, guys, I went to Stratbroke Cup and um, on the Sunday night, we're sitting around the campfire and interviewing a few scouts about Stratbroke. And then all of a sudden, we had a crowd of scouts all around us, all around me who all wanted to be on the radio. So I um, remember when back when we interviewed Rod Burns, our new chief commissioner, yeah. uh, um, we asked them those scouting questions. I thought, we'll whip these out again, see how they go with the scouts. And this is what happened. All right, we're back around the campfire with all the scouts. Say hi, everyone. Hi. We're having an awesome time at Stradbroke. Okay, so we're gonna go around. I'm gonna ask you some quick fire questions about scouts, and you've got to you've got to give us the, the um, what uh, what 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 your answer is, what your preference is. Okay, all right. So here's the first one. So here we go. Sleeping mat or stretcher? Stretcher. 
Definitely. Sleeping mat Sleeping only mat. on heights. Stretcher because Sleeping it keeps you mat. off the ground. Yeah, sleeping mat is so uncomfortable. I love my stretcher because it comes out in like three seconds. I can literally exactly. pick it up and move it anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Sleeping, sleeping mat on hikes, stretcher tent. and actual tent. When you have yes. Sleeping yes. mat. When you have a stretcher, intense sleeping mat on hikes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. very very good. Go. Favourite camp meal to cook? Bacon eggs. Bacon and eggs. I changed my answer to Milo. Tacos. Oh, yes. We have those burgers too. Best camp you've ever attended in Scouts? Stradbroke. <laughs> Stradbroke. Jamboree. Jamboree, definitely. I've never been on Jamboree. Stradbroke. The New Zealand Jamboree. Jamboree and Corroboree. If you didn't say Jamboree, you're out of your mind. Um, My first ever Pines camp was pretty nice. Jamboree. Jamboree, just clean your bags out afterwards. Cohen Shield or Stradbroke Cup? Stradbroke, 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 100%. Never been on Cohen Shields, so Stradbroke. <laughs> Stradbroke. No one agrees, but no Stradbroke. <laughs> and finally, this is a contentious one. Scout scarf over the collar or under the co- collar? Under, 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 under. Hands up for under. Oh, that's one, two. That's, that's everyone. Hands up for over. Just me. Okay. Oh. Oh, All right. So, to be fair, I could be wrong. I'm wearing my shirt backwards. So. <laughs> <laughs> and, and also, and also, um, it when you wear it over un, over your collar, you can't put anything on your collar. Whereas if you have it underneath your collar, for me, I like putting um like little decorative pins onto my collar, uh, yeah. and it, it's a nice little look. And if I had my scarf over, a uncomfortable because your neck can't breathe, but also b you can't see the pins anymore, which is unfortunate because. The pins allow <laughs> to, the to create my own type of uniform, even though we've already got a uniform. I like being unique, basically. If you're in your uniform, under the collar. But if you're wearing your jumper, over the collar, oh, you can't see half of the scarf. Yeah. Oh, yes. no, you can't see the whole scarf. Yes. Like, I'm doing it now. You can't see yeah. any of the scarf except the woggle. Back to the sleeping bag thing, all right? <laughs> so, so, this is why I would prefer a, a stretcher in my tent, because I was in the sleeping bag and I was yeah. on the floor, and somehow I managed to unzip my thing and my head was laying out of my tent yesterday morning. <laughs> 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 I was at the tent at what? 4 o'clock in the morning and I was like, what the <laughs> hell? Oh, by the way, your scarf rubs in your neck so you don't want that to happen. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's really <laughs> so as you can see, Scout's having so much fun at Stradbroke Cup. Um, Tom, does it take you back? Oh, it takes me way to back. To your Scout days at Stradbroke? To the days when I was just a... Little kid skirting around in a green uniform. It wasn't that long ago, was it? A uh, few years. A few years. Three? <laughs> so you can just tell how much fun the Scouts have at Scout Camp. And we'll try and record more interviews like that at camps and you can really get a vibe of, of everything we do. Vibe. Vibe. We'll talk about, we'll talk about <laughs> the word vibe that. later in the show. <laughs> we got him to say the word vibe, guys. I'm still learning what that means, but anyway. It seems to be the young people's term yeah. at the moment. Oh, been cool. We'll talk about it later on the show. Now, we've had a major Ventra Scout event take place uh, in Victoria. We interviewed the organisers last show about it, uh, Anything Goes or AG. And, Tom, you went to AG. How was it? I did. It was really good. We played a really intense game of tag with about 20 people, which was interesting. (laughs) Um, And I managed to get some audio recordings of uh, people who went. So let's chuck it a listen. 
I'm here at Lardner Park in Warrigal for the annual Anything Goes Venture Camp. There's over 1,000 venturers here and the weather is beautiful. There are heaps of on-site activities including laser tag, archery, uh, disco, pool tables, jelly wrestling and so much more. As well as a range of off-site activities including a helicopter flight, bounce, horse trail riding, high ropes course, sea kayaking, scuba diving, four-wheel drive, mountain bikes and much more. Tom will check in with you soon with a few interviews. So Gulliver, how's your AG going? It's pretty epic. We're just vibing with everyone, having a great time. It's pretty chill. It's good. How was your AG, Smilly? Yeah, honestly, it's been a great time. Great experience, great vibes. So how is your AG going? It's actually been really good just spending the weekend with my friends, not really doing anything. So Evan, how's your AG going? It's going pretty well. Sleep deprived at times, but just vibing with friends in general. How many hours of sleep have you got? Uh, so total so far, one hour of sleep. That's pretty good. I'm currently vibing on 20, 10 minutes. <laughs> And that's a wrap for Anything Goes 2020. People are packing things up, waiting for the cars to bring them back home. It's been an amazing weekend, awesome weather, great on-site activities, great off-site activities, and I would recommend it to anyone in the future. Sounds like it was a great time. Sounds like it was a vibing time, Taya. What do you think? I just had to comment on the amount of time people said vibe. There was, in a, that lot of, there was a lot, there was of, a lot vibing. of vibes. I might not be the biggest vibes. fan of that word. I don't even know what vibing means. But anyway, I we'll, understand we'll, it. we'll 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 dedicate a, a um another a show for that. Um, Tom, <laughs> what, what what was some of the, did you go up in the helicopter? Um, I did not go up in the oh, helicopter. No. It was um. Yeah, I didn't sign up for it in the end. What was your favourite activity that you um, did? I didn't really do any activities. I kind of just... Um, vibed. Yeah, vibed, basically. <laughs> I kind of just... Um, we had, a, as I said before, we had a big game of tag going, which was interesting. Um, we had, And we, we managed to set up a hammock and we spun people around in a hammock, which was interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was a lot of just walking around, socializing, meeting new people, meeting new people. Exactly. Yep. There was all these things on in the um, big like sheds up at the yep. top. So there was trampolines. There was like pinball. There was all sort of stuff. There was skate park. There was a rock wall at some point. And some was, good entertainment. Uh, yeah, there was a some great entertainment. There was a great rave that was on. Though I didn't go for very much of the rave. I kind of fell asleep. So it really sounds like it's very much like anything goes like. You can just goes. you can just go and just hang out. Yeah. You can take part in the activities, or you can just yeah. chill it's, and it's, vibe. It's just literally. A vibe. <laughs> she said it. She said it. She said vibe. <laughs> yeah, you got to say vibe. Send us an email: thescoutshow at scoutsvictoria.com.au. And that wraps up another episode of The Scout Show here on 88.3 Southern FM. Thanks for all our guests um, who are on our show. Um, Tom, Taya, what do you got planned next month in Scouts? Well, we've already got Campbell Showtime starting up for this year. Yeah. Um, Can you tell us a bit about that? Um, yes, it's a big Scout show um, with Ventures, Scouts, Rovers, huge community thing. Love doing it. Done it for the past few years. And auditions, auditions are happening now? Are happening very soon. Website? Sign-ups are on the website, campbellshowtime.com. Go and sign up for Campbell Showtime. Production its production team is already working hard and it is, it'll be great. Well, lots to look forward to in scouting. Uh, thanks, guys, for being here. And until next time, keep, keep scouting. scouting.